Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles, the rich and your rings. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, trashlings. We are back with another Trashlorette Bachelorette recap. I am Sarah Armour. And I'm Casey Bunker. And welcome back. It's welcome. Fantasy Suites Week. Uh, oh my God. Casey, how many pages of notes do you have? I have two pages of notes. No, wait, two pages. I how many pages do you have? One, two, three, four, five, <gasps> six, seven, eight. Now, here's the thing. I should have looked through these before we started potting because part of what was going on for me, maybe it was the edible. I don't know. I was just in the vibe. Mm. But I think most of these notes are about the episode. But then I think I had like ton of just like joke ideas. It wasn't like a rich episode in terms of content because it's kind of what we've been saying the whole time. Like there were so many things about this episode that I think on a larger, I, I, I felt very inspired to write my thoughts about love. You know, you know why? You know why I think that was because we finally left the country again on this show. Thank God! I was like, oh my God, we're in Mexico, baby, Puerto Vallarta. A big part of the show, why I watch it, that's been missing. They used to go to like I want to say like three or four countries a season. I swear, like yeah, once it got to like twelve-ish guys, they were on the move the whole time. Wow. so the dates were so much better just like all of that you know how they say like if you travel with someone like you get to know them a billion times faster there's something about the intimacy of everybody being uncomfortable Mm -hmm. not just because like they're on tv we just spent the last month in michelle's hometown which also happens to be joe's hometown and it's like milwaukee it's like it's not we're not that riveted and it's not that romantic either like there's also the romance there's the vulnerability there's beautiful views for us the viewer and like Places that you think, oh, I never really thought about going to Puerto Vallarta before. I'm so down. Wow. So this was like actually one part travel show. And like, I didn't even fucking know. I know. And like p- part of the greatest part of that was like the hometown dates too, because you were actually in America, but you saw like some random small town in Iowa that was like really freaking cute. And it's like, right. okay, Iowa, like go off. I didn't know that you had a cuteness to you. So like, I do miss that aspect too, but more so I miss the gorgeous vistas and the zip lining and all of that. So I'm really glad that we're, that we're back. On the note of hometowns being in the hometown, which again, like I I don't even know about that. Like that you're blowing my mind. Okay. But there's something so different about the way that a family would interact. Like that's where it's flipped, where it's like, like yes. bachelor contestants are out of their comfort zone anyway so really put them on the road road like put them in another country and then we're going to get to know their characters in a, in a, what I hope would be a more interesting way than just like Chris S there to save you on his tiny little night or whatever right mm-hmm. versus the hometown families I feel like families in their comfort zone is like the only way to meet them it's, it's like you can't even meet someone at a pf chang's and get a good read like i feel like you do need exactly to, you need to see how they decorate the house you need to see if there's a pool or not you don't want to ask those questions at the hometowns but you do want to know if there's a pool but you do want to know well the other thing about that was they were definitely they definitely used to rent some of the houses sometimes for these families like i think Whoa. they would go spot check them first and then find something better because you could you could just tell that it was not their actual home like how are all these homes so spotless and you know it's just like it could be a totally normal home but maybe it doesn't shoot well on camera i don't know so that was a fun little guessing game too like is this their actual house or are they just playing pretend and sometimes you could tell because they'd be like photos of them around and stuff wow yeah i look forward to that as we um come through corona whenever that might be one day maybe but at least for now we got we made it across the border Thank God. Okay, so so where do we begin? So for anybody that doesn't watch that is just listening because you're just a fucking stan and you and you learn astrology no matter what, they all get a date. She gets to decide whether they get invited into the boom boom room. 
Exactly. Exactly. She gets to hand them that little note that always says like, should you choose to forego your individual rooms? Right. Stay together in the fantasy suite. The drama. The drama. Yeah, the drama. Like, ridiculous. What is typical for, like, was this a typical fantasy suites episode? Like, what is the, how does it usually go during fantasy suites week? I think it does usually go like they do generally give the guy the option unless like they really mess up on the date somehow or something. Then they're like, all right, this is an easy way for me to not look like a hoe right now. Not going to take him to the fantasy suite. And the way they framed it in this episode, especially, which I don't even remember if they've done in the past was kind of like, this is the time I get to know you without the cameras, which is true. Like, oh. even if you're not finding out, you know, what size he is or, or if he's got the motion in the ocean, right. you do finally get to talk to this person off camera and talk about some things that you didn't want to talk about off camera. See if they change when they're off camera, see what wow. happens. So for that reason, I think if you are interested in any of these guys, it's still worth bringing them and seeing what they do off camera. Now, well, and then you could be like, I, I don't want to sleep with you, whatever. However, it goes down after that. We never really know. That was my next question. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like in this, it was pretty clear that she only had, to me, I read that she only had sex with one of them. And who would you say that was? Nate. See, I really thought, first of all, Brandon and her morning after, little uncomfortable. We can talk about that later. Just felt oh, tense. I, I mean, no, felt tense. There was a, there was a food fight. Yeah, I know. She felt friends, tense. She, they were throwing food at each other. It's he's a, the new Rodney. Bro, Rod, he wishes he was Rodney. He wishes he was Rodney. I yeah. mean. She friend zoned him real quick. You have to take note from the morning after and notice how they're talking to each other. Does their relationship seem to have gone to another level? Or do they seem deliriously happy? Is her hair messed up? Does she not even care that her hair is messed up on camera? These are the things we need to take note of in the morning after because no one is ever going to tell us, except for Hannah Brown, whether they actually did it or didn't do it. So what I took from that, I did think that she and Joe seemed deliriously happy and seemed like they had reached a new level. So I think that they did. Like, I think they definitely messed around. And maybe they even, like, fucked, but they didn't fuck. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I, like, I, I, I could have sex with people or I could, like... All I night just, long, like, stay yeah, up till like, sunrise. Yeah, like, maybe, like, no matter how much sex you ever hear about me talking about, like, sometimes I'd be fucking. Sometimes I'm just fucking, you know, sometimes you're curious, right? Last question about the general show, and then we can deep dive in. And then I know you have a you have a bingo to go to, so you won't last too <laughs> long. But no Sorry. pun intended, no pun intended. That's what she said, won't last too long. But um, what, uh, has there ever been a fantasy suites where there was, like, a clear front runner, and then it was like, wah, 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 wah. Um... I can't remember if it would be that obvious because I think the lead would make a note to make it not seem that obvious. You know what I mean? they're just like respecting the like journey. Yeah. I will say the one guy on Tasha's season, um, oh, Ivan, he was on Bachelor in Paradise. They seem to be having a great time, everything. And then just right after the fantasy suite, she was like, well, we have religious differences. And it's like, that's right. Can we, can you let us in on religious differences? Like, can, can we know about that? So this is also, and nobody talks about this part, but this is also where you could talk about political differences, religious differences. If not, if you're Becca Kufrin and you don't think that far into the future, but, <laughs> um, but that is where, so, so we never really got any more explanation from Tasha or Ivan on that front. Right. And maybe it was, maybe it was just an excuse and it, he was just kind of a friend zone and that's what you say. But yeah, so that was one where, um, I, your I thought, cats? is that your cat? Yeah, that's my cat. My cats are, what are they having wild sex? What's going on back there? She thinks she is cool. All right, that's great. Yeah, that's yeah. She so she, did Brandon. So did Brandon, and so did Joe. That's right, and they both seemed pretty confident. But you could see Brandon's. Con okay, so let's just talk about. Let's begin at the beginning. Right. So there were three men left. There were three dates. The first date was Brandon, who was oddly cocky about being like first is the best. We've never heard that said before. Yeah, we've never heard first. It's actually the it's the rhyme is first is the worst. Right. So right. Um, unless you have a different way of saying first that rhymes with best, I think you should maybe let that rest, Brandon. But mm. uh, whatever, all good. He has the, he has a very charming, blind confidence that's sure to make him a star on the beach, right? So, yes. So he they go on a horseback riding date. I liked it as a date. What is going on? Is she like in heat? What is she just? No, she does this all day and all night, and like there's no stopping her. She just meows at what? at her toy she's like carrying a toy around and oh just God, like 
so cute. I know it's cute, but it's annoying, especially when She's I'm on literally like, like meeting, doing, like playing with her toy. Yeah, hang on, let me give her. Some <laughs> it treats. is a little bit aggressive. <laughs> she does this while we're sleeping. Yo, you got to get her a second cat, Case. How many cats do you have? Two. She's playing with the toy instead of the other cat. Yeah, they like kind of hate each other. Okay. Also, the other cat doesn't do these zoomies with her. Like she like what this is like so exactly what Molly does on every podcast with Oscar. It's so. Well, funny. I was just gonna say this is so cute because <laughs> this is like the cat version of, and I ha- I have cats around me all the time, but they're they're chill. Yeah, no, she she does this. I hope our neighbors don't mind at night. Nobody said anything yet. Knock on wood. I just hope they know it's a cat. You gotta make sure that they know because it sounds like she's like ah. She it sounds like grandma is getting it. Oh <gasps> God. Oh no. Well, maybe that's why they won't say anything. I'm going to keep them in the dark. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, they actually think it's hopeful. Yeah, exactly. They think it's a fantasy suite. Oh, that's cool then. That's beautiful. All right. So back to the app Um, and the treats. So Brandon goes first. The treats work every time. Listen to that silence. Treats. Yeah. Yums, num nums. Okay, so Brandon goes first. He's It's a horseback riding date. I wanted to do this so bad. I was like, damn, I want to be on this date. Not with him or with her. But I mean, maybe with her, I go on that date with her. But yeah, very romantic. Um, she if said, you were in love with each other, but otherwise a nice way to spend time with a, a man that you're surprised that you have such an affinity for would be my read. But I feel like she's not even surprised. Like she is not seeing what we're seeing in Brandon, which is that like he's a little bit too much of a puppy dog. And like he, the earrings and the haircut are weird, but maybe she's thinking like, and the and the facial hair. It's a three fur. It's a it's a trifecta. I mean, he but, looks like he's fourteen, Casey. And speaks like it too. He could right. be. He also here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's to me why he. I don't think for one second she thought she, he was going to win. But what I do think is that. Hold on, I just sneeze. <coughs> Sorry. I Bless do you. Think, thank y'all. I do think this is a very vulnerable show. They use the word a couple of times every episode. We know it's vulnerable. I think it's a very vulnerable show. I think when you have somebody that is there that is so naive and so clear about how they feel and you can stand them and they keep sort of surprising (laughs) you with being cool, it's like, okay, you know, that's how you sort of end up with a handyman or you end up, you know, you go, all right, this is kind of interesting. Sure, sure. Because it's sort of nice to just have that person that you know at the end is not going to break your heart. At the very worst, yes. her heart would get broken and she could be like, we ended up dating and then it didn't work out or whatever. Like, she, she's not going to be made a fool of if this man who is just devoted to her, you know, stays till the end. Yeah. Okay. I, I guess. I just, I would be, I don't know. I, I wish he was a little he's cuter. Just, but he just has, that's what I'm saying though. It's like, not cuter, hotter. Right. He's very cooler. Cute. He's not cool. He has no swag. He's not hot. He has no, it seems like, like the reason I don't think they had sex is because it doesn't seem like, it seems like the kind of thing where he would say, yo girl, I respect your decision enough to let you wait until the end because he doesn't want to get rejected. That was the same as his, his, you know, alley-oop in the end where he called that Hail Mary on the rose ceremony and stepped in front of all the men and was like, by the way, I'm the one that loves you the most. And she was just like, okay, you could stay one more week. And Joe, you got to go home. But like, to me, that's his role. His role is to be rewarded. And he's like the teacher's lesson in being rewarded for being overtly, uh, like, like unabashedly loving, romantic, committed. She's teaching a lesson through him. I get it. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, other guys, look at this guy who's so devoted to me. You need to step up your game. Wow. And I think it might be working because we do see in this episode that once again, they have put the men together in one room for the fantasy suites, seemingly with no source of entertainment whatsoever. And they, they didn't used to do this. They started on pilot Pete season. It's so sadistic. It's really, it's, it's it's, mean. Yeah, it's so mean. They have nothing to do but talk about it. Like right. you like I I want to be like just don't talk to each other about it. Just just don't. And it's like but they have nothing else to do. Like in the cameras that you know the cameras are just going to stay on them until they freaking talk about it. So well, and I, yeah. but I but I but I like it for TV because 
to me, watching this episode, I mean, again, it's funny that I have 30 pages of notes here because we there's nothing to say about the episode. Like, we could go down a couple of rabbit holes and tangents and, you know, I have a few hot takes that I want to just follow up on. But in general, it was like, there was a, to me, there was a clear winner of the episode. But why it was easy to see, aside from just in terms of their chemistry, was because the interaction between the three guys as like a through line you know, as like, right, we did get to, aside from being another country, I feel like seeing those guys in those interactions said it all. Like, we could have not seen any of the dates and just seen how they all acted right after and between to know who was the winner. Because, well, like, yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't totally clear to me because I will say for this, this episode was a little bit of an emotional roller coaster for me because I felt like we finally got to know Joe a little bit better. And I really felt like they had a better connection than ever before. I felt like it kind of filled in that gap or the puzzle pieces, as Michelle would say, and, and that he was going to be the guy. Like I was like, okay. Oh my God, no. it was a slow burn, but he's finally here. And then no, Casey, we're nothing. Casey. Casey, I have to stop you right there. I have to stop you right there, dog. Beyonce had the best video of the year. Joe, when you talk, when you say they actually broke through this episode, what you mean, I think, is that on the zip line where he was mic'd up, he let out a sort of like a, ah. <laughs> is that what you're referring to? Because otherwise, the conversation went nowhere. He has no intonation in his voice. It's almost as if he was like talking to her like, yeah, you're like got me like open up. I mean, I got to turn to my Joe notes page, but it's like, you got, you got, to, you got me to open up. It's like, Joe, you're not even open up your fucking mouth when you're speaking. Like, it's not a nice thing to do to like, you know, to, to call, to out someone before that they're outed. And honestly, I don't care if he's gay or not, but I'll tell you this. He doesn't like Michelle and he doesn't like women. He is not interested. His surprise in the car, I actually thought it was poorly acted. If anything, he was like, like wiping no tears away from his face going like I'm shocked I'm you know he reminds me it's like either Joe Coleman has no sex drive doesn't like women and is trying to push it away like like Colton 2.0 athlete 2.0 he'll join him on the show next season I've said it from the beginning or he's a Tiger Woods sex addict with no affect it's it's one of those two things he does not like Michelle I did have the thought he could be a psychopath because of how little he speaks. Um, little he speaks, little he emotes, little, I mean, he is flat. I think the reason she was happy was because it's what we were saying this whole time, which is that like the karma is complete. She realized that, why has Joe stayed this long? Let me tell you something. If Joe was not an athlete, if Joe was not from Minnesota, and no. if Joe was not, I mean, the, the hotness, he might still be here, but if he was not from Minnesota and he was not, a basketball player like her and if he had not ghosted her to begin with this guy would have left week three he brings nothing to the table I think that Joe's leg up it wasn't that she was walking around Minnesota with a baller it was that he played her out and that was a you know you know what it's like when you have a crush when you get rejected when you get when you have a crush and you get because because I could see being Michelle rewind whatever a few years ago and going whoa hypothetically this dude's perfect for me he's mm -hmm. the he's the he's the mirror version of me in minnesota right before she ever went on the bachelor they were they were messaging each other before she was ever even on the bachelor right so like i think this was something that was like bothering her and we were talking before we started recording on the the joy of when they do come around and I think she, what, she, what she needed was either for him to come around and for her to play him out or sure maybe they'll fall in love and it's a fantasy but really what I think is that she needed to know why did you play me out and, and I think they left it on a really good note which is like let's be friends when we're in Minnesota I mean she was yes. calling him Minnesota Joe during the day Right, which is not what you call your future husband. But this does prove my point a little bit that I did think I finally saw, not that he started emoting or anything. He smiled a couple times. And to <laughs> me, it did seem like he was into her this time, which is the first time I actually saw that throughout the season. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, oh, wait, this guy. And also meeting his family and seeing how freaking quiet they all were. I was like, oh God, he's just a really painfully shy person. Yes, you should grow out of that at a certain point. However, he had sports to work with, whatever, like to, to control his emotions and yada, yada, yada. So to me, I was like, now I have the background of his family being so damn quiet. 
And I feel like he was trying in this episode to, to let her know a little bit more. And then I thought it seemed like they did something the next morning. Look, they, if I was Michelle, I want to be crystal fucking clear here, you guys. If I was Michelle and there were three guys for me to fuck, I would fuck them all. I would be curious about the the penises, the most. Let me ask you something. Sure. In Michelle's chart, is there anything that could give us an indication of, and and like what in your chart would have, was that like a Venus thing or a moon? Gemini. It's a Gemini thing. A Gemini thing. Okay. She's a Gemini sun south node and her north node and her moon are in Sag so she is on a quest for the truth with a capital T nah she's definitely I mean again I don't know if she fucked all of them not because she's a prude or because she loved I think she loved Nate period but what to me what I think is that she is like down and like let's find I think Gemini Gemini sun conjunct her south node she's here for the story Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm even the story she can't tell Oh yeah, because because even if you can't tell them here in this context, you can tell your girlfriends. She's cracking them up at the bars at home, and when she's watched, <laughs> I w- I would pay to be a fly on the wall at her watch party last night because she has goss that maybe maybe someday we'll get a Patreon and we'll get her on, but no no no, like she did have those behind the door conversations and like and and the reaction. So like after Brandon's date, he was super like. <laughs> right just such a fucking dork right they're like how'd it go and he's like couldn't have gone bad i couldn't have gone bad right it's like whatever after joe's date they're like what happened he's like i'm not telling you i'm not telling you but he had a big like grin on his face right because i think he was like yeah i could have sex with a woman like that's why <laughs> that's why we'll, we'll we'll do a whole separate episode on the colton show but like i want to talk about and again put a pin in this but the whole cassie colton thing yes is it bad that he stalked her certainly okay right but when we are talking about like it is not a usual situation of like stalker x this is a guy who is clinging to dear life for the one woman that he thought might make him straight yeah like i don't think she would be afraid of him doing that again now no which is why like once he finally confronted the thing you know we'll we'll save it for next app but i want to say yeah if you're listening you're being a jerk well, I don't know if she's still doing anything about it. She Well, she just refuses to participate in the doc at all. She won't comment on it. She's like, I uh, just wish this chapter of my life could end. It's like, Cassie, have a little compassion. I don't know. I kind of I kind of get that. Sometimes you just want to close the damn door. Yeah. But, but we could do her chart, too. Yeah, we, we have to. Yeah, we'll come back yeah. to that because I'm, I'm really curious. But no, Michelle's yeah. chart, she absolutely, either she, and again, I don't know whether she had sex with right, all of them. Right, right, right. But I do think that she, she, I think she touched all their junk. I think she <laughs> made them all feel like a million bucks because that Gemini yes. Sun South Node, she knew what to say. Although, Brandon, again, if on the date, he, I mean, I wrote it down. It was such a painful line. Come on, just give me a kiss. When you're saying, give me a kiss. Is that what he said? He was literally going, give me a kiss, give me a kiss. And then she was like, oh, man, we could really go, we could really, like, get crazy if we do too much kissing. Like, before the even oh, date no. part got pulled out, she was going, like, watch the body language. She, her eyes yeah. were down. She was like, well, well, me. And to me, as soon as she picked him first, well, I was sitting there, and I, and Dan's like, who do you think she's going to pick first? I said, Brandon, absolutely. You get the one, you get the loser out of the way first, and then – you know and you and you send him home that's what i thought she would do but i think you're right she's keeping him around as an example yep which is i don't know because it's not a good idea because what we often see is her parents get to meet these guys the last two okay this is where it's like this i was gonna ask you like do they are they like because like we, we saw what happened with dale and claire like at what point is it just mean to have brandon's parents meet her parents no 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 not his parents her parents get to meet both of them they happened to they have met did. Brandon already. Oh, oh, they did oh. Not meet me. And Brandon just happened to make it to the final two. Well, that then that's Brandon yeah, but did. yeah, but you know what? Even if it just it just happened to, it's not a just happened to. This make that makes the whole episode about Nate. Right. No, no, no. But they'll meet him again. I think just to make oh, it. Oh, I'm fair. sure. Oh, I'm fair. sure. But but it, but it's meaningless at that point. They were caught no. in the hot tub, fuck, you know, stooping, fingering their daughter in the. It's hope. not. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot about that. But it's not meaningless because here is another example of a shining, delightful, sweet, kind-hearted man who wants to marry your daughter. 
we are going to present him to you before the man that your daughter wants to marry, who is not sure if he oh. wants to marry her, who is not who is not confident, who has never been sure. in a relationship before. So mom and dad fall for Brandon mm. and then Nate is the follow-up. And that's what they right. do every time. The nicer one who the person likes less goes first. Becca Kay in Ari's season, his right. family fell in love with her. They did not like Lauren, the woman right. that he eventually ended up with. So he chose Becca because his family got in his head, I think Whoa. is what happened. Or the producers told him to and gave him a pay bump or something. And then he had to double back and take away the ring, break up with her on national television and ended up with Lauren. They now have two children, I believe, but this is, this is generally, and I would, I would definitely predict that Brandon's going to go first next week. Although this might be the rare case in which they don't use this because the parents have met Brandon already. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be easy for Nate. It's not. I, I want to say I disagree. I think it's not going to be easy for the producers to make it seem like it's not going to be Nate. Because okay. Here's what I was going to say before, too. When you're talking about Joe, we're excusing Joe. We're excusing Joe. No, we're not excusing Joe. Another teaching moment here that I do sure hope Michelle points out because she is here. All that Gemini Sag, just like you, she's here to learn and help us understand. Look at the difference between Joe, the reason he doesn't talk and maybe has never even opened his mouth fully before is because his parents are shy. You have got you have got Nate's mom and ex stepdad on a campaign against him. It shows the difference in strength of character. If somebody is like too shy to date and goes on the bachelor to see if they like women versus someone who's like, nah, I'm com-. he has been so confident in what yeah he, he did not i do not think it was bullshit i don't think sure maybe he had like a, a couple of in his head jitters of like wow there are guys here this is annoying but this dude has acted like a fucking man the entire time he has confidently stepped up when there has tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts good news ad free listening is available on amazon music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your prime membership Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Been a problem behind the scenes didn't make it dramatic for her. He listened when she had a problem and actually now I'm not mad that he smiled through it. Now I'm sort of like, he's really fucking cool. Uh, he didn't freak out on tiny little chris when he ruined his date he hung out with her girlfriends he has been every oh, time yeah. they talk about insecurity with him he goes why would i focus on other people I, this is yeah. the two of us every time they talk about the future he's like in this present moment i've i'm actually fine he's the only guy that's meditating on the fucking show but did he's you the only yes. one ready for love he's the only one ready for love wow wow that's true and he probably just hasn't wanted to settle he hasn't someone. wanted to tell his parents fucking anything. Why would he right. tell his parents anything? They they are actually, his ex-stepfather <laughs> was the dad. And for the first time, they had a conversation saying, I love you. Thanks for raising me. Or even I like you, it seems. I, it, it seemed like that was one of the, their, their top three conversations that they've ever had. Yeah. This guy is not coming from a home where, where love is something that they even believe in. The mother is like, no, he's not ready for love. Nobody does love. We're not ready for love. I've been married 30 times, and the husband is the one who has to come with me. I don't have to speak to him anymore. No, the mother does not believe him. He's putting her baggage on she him, is and projecting, he is projecting, projecting, right. projecting. And, and rightfully so, then he's establishing some boundaries to protect himself. Mm, this is a good point. This is a good point. Now, do you think, did you think that he lost his cool at all? This, I mean, for me, him going last, you could kind of see his slow descent into madness, like until finally it was, it was his turn. To me, that his, his high to low was less about feeling insecure and more of being annoyed. Nate had, had no question mark as to what was between them. So he, I think he was more like, it's just the show like this is annoying there's nothing else to do we're roommates joe seems like he's the main contender but like joe is joe has no he could tell that joe was out of touch could tell and if you think about it too like okay nate is a double cancer right he's a cancer sun cancer moon so what he's illustrating for us is a beautiful rebirth of a healed divine masculine 
really just showing up there to to protect her, to support her, to be open to love. And what she said, what, what he said to her at the very end, which is like, aside from all the romance and crazy about you, and you could just see he was giddy, right? Like they, they really like each other. It's, it's very, it's abundantly clear. But he said, if there was ever someone that was like worth it for me, to go out of my comfort zone and grow with it would be you that's a real ass statement and mm. that is what we need the men to bow down and say you know what I'm a little uncomfortable because you're worth changing for I'm not saying change him I'm saying his, right. he, his no you can't of, you can't set out to change someone right but his sense of his sense of hierarchy in a way where, where it was like I'm like he was teachable you know and if you Mm -hmm. think about it too that double cancer what is that the child the the nurturer the nurturer but also the one that needs nurturing what is Michelle the elementary school teacher his parents obviously gave him no context for how to behave in a relationship the perfect person to do it with is somebody who also didn't mind going through a date where she was defining different apples for Rodney You know, she's patient. She's patient. She's so patient. She doesn't mind teaching people that don't know anything, including the alphabet. Right. Can you hear my cat again? No, no. Okay. Okay. So, so yeah. So to me, it looked like he was kind of like losing his cool finally by that. But then once they had their date, they were like back to, back to normal. He said said like, I'm a little insecure, but at the end of the day, and even if he was just saying that. Like for the moment, it was more like, just get me on this date already. Right. And like, even if he was like pumping him up on some way, because he did kept saying, he he kept saying like, I'm not threatened by these other guys. I just, right. Like, I just want to go on. This is like inconvenient. Right. But he did say, like, at the end of the day, like, it does not matter what happened with them. And that is the fucking truth. Can we get a hell yeah for yeah. a dude who's like, who cares what she's doing when I'm not there? Not that right. not, not, not we should be like backstabbing, but he knows what he knows what the show is. It's like, finally, somebody on this show who knows what it is. Like, it, it, you know what I'm saying? It's just like. And I don't get yeah. the sense. I mean, I would have to. I would have to relook at his bio. I don't get the sense though that he was like an avid bachelorette fan or an avid bachelor fan. I get no, the sense I don't that he ended so. up here and was like, all right, whatever. And it ended up being. And you know what? I think for Nate, if anything, because of that double cancer, for him to find love, it makes perfect sense why he would have to leave his home in order to find oh, it. Yeah. Because he is not in an environment where you even would bring someone home to they seem to be in disarray yeah yeah and also like in any in any relationship you do have to deal with the fact that your partner has been with people before you probably unless you end up with like your high school sweetheart and then you have to end up with the people they end up sleeping with later on in your relationship please god let them have experience yeah exactly so i think he has it he's able to compartmentalize somehow that and he even said that too that he can compartmentalize what what in the chart would would allow a person to compartmentalize like that or is that just him meditating and being a mature human being sorry i muted because i was like flipping through all my pages of notes ha 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 <laughs> um okay let's let's pull up the chart okay so we are looking at nate with a wise chart sun and moon in cancer if it was at a later degree of cancer, right? So like I'm a cancer son, but I'm a 27 degree cancer son and I'm not a cancer oh. anything else. Every sign has deacons, right? So the first deacon is the zero to ninth degree. The second deacon is the 10th to 20th degree. The third deacon. So every, every you know, it's 30 degrees cut into three, like, like skinny slices, right? Okay. So because Nate's sun and moon are right at the end of the first deacon, of cancer he's not a a, like i'm a 27 degree cancer son so it's like sometimes the bad parts of cancer uh are what you see which is like i'm manipulative i'm controlling like i can be very bossy i can be very like i'm the in i'm the mother i'm in charge like you know um erica jane is another good example of like a late degree cancer. oh she's a late degree okay so then uh flip it who are some early degree cancers Ariana Grande, Khloe Kardashian, okay? One is more secure than the other, clearly, <laughs> but there's a certain naivete to both of them, which has Khloe still with Tristan, right? And it has Ariana marrying someone that looks exactly like Pete Davidson, right? Like, they they sort of... So so where I see, like, Nate is 15 and 8 degrees, 15 degrees sun, 8 degrees moon. 
his solar energy is confident, but his moon is a little bit younger, which means that he's open to, like, in a childlike way, open to, like, he's malleable, right? So there's, he actually is kind of a, a being of pure love, not to mention that Nate's Mars and Mercury are in Gemini. So actually, he, 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 whenever you see Gemini in a chart, both of us included, like, like, even if you're not, like, interested in other men, you're married, he's, he's a South African, how could you ever cheat? But you do need to spend a whole lot of time talking to your sister and your sister's friend, and now your friend, on podcasts, because you need multiple partners. You need a lot of people to talk to in order to be satisfied. If you want your marriage to work, you got to keep podcasting with us, because Geminis need to be in multiple <laughs> conversations. Isn't that a little convenient for you, Sarah? Well, yeah, <laughs> I'm just trying to help. I'm just trying to help your marriage. That's what I'm saying, the late degree cancer. You see me fucking doing that yeah i'm fucking that was an example yeah. good, good catch case good catch case right yeah tricked you that's hilarious tricked you <laughs> but but no 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 but you have a point but you have a point you know what i mean like like you are extremely social like that's even what molly always says like molly and i are like old curmudgeons and it's like we, we'll send casey out to be like our fake publicist we'll send casey out to do our fake pr we'll send casey out we, we we have you doing like the front of so many of our hypothetical ideas because you really are truly you know that's the difference between like i'm a gemini rising so like i will lead in i will like open the door to the conversation but then it's like the act is over get me out of here you can actually jam okay okay Gemini moon, you get off on being like, am I this opinion? Am I this opinion? Am I this opinion? Oh, am yeah, I this no. opinion? You can just play with words, right? Now, when you have your Mars in Gemini, it means that- What did like, he have Mars and Mercury, Nate has? Mars has and Mercury. Mars and Mercury. Okay. Gemini. So, he, you know, Mars and, Mars and Mercury, he likes a little competition, actually. The competition actually is why Ooh. we saw who he was. It was, and look at this too, early degree Mars in Gemini, 29 degree uh mercury in gemini so what we see look at the evolution he gets triggered right he's his penis his masculine energy is fired up by the competition but he doesn't say anything until the the words have advanced enough to be the last degree of of gemini twin mastery and going it's not like these guys can fuck themselves it's like these guys actually are giving me juice to remember who i am which is someone that stays present which is someone who's actually confident he can spot when his competition is not feeling confident and then he can go i'm confident so even if he is sometimes lying to himself no i actually think the competition had him set apart why hasn't he ever had a girlfriend before if that's even the case because he never had to compete for it he never even knew himself before there was like a competition among other men why does there a nate I mean, why is there a Y in his name? He's just trying to get something going, you know. <laughs> like, I mean, no, I think he, I think maybe so this, a so y this in his show, name, but anyway, yeah. So this show was is perfect for him Rebirth. to find love. First birth, wow, just born. That's amazing. Okay, what else do we? So, so that's how he can compartmentalize. Well, he's so he's not really compartmentalizing. He's not he's compartmentalizing. Getting he's, yes, getting the fuel, the confidence from this competition it's almost like thinking about like a gas guzzling car versus tesla it's like no he's getting charged up right so he when he says doesn't drive well i'm able to compartmentalize he's actually just like doing the guys a favor and being like your your lack of amazingness is making me feel way fucking better about myself well and it's not even amazingness it's confidence because he actually does say it right at that rose ceremony when brendan does show up okay so so if anybody didn't watch there at the end of the episode there was a, a last minute ch- so i do think there was some change that happened i i think brendan probably was gonna go home because at the end of the day she had already told us it was nate she said nate is how i feel uh, nate is what i imagine feeling with a soulmate is like i mean it's like yeah, yeah. and he's the best kisser and he's the best kisser being with him is amazing they 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 didn't say i'm falling in love with you they both said she said to the camera i'm in love with this man she's in yes. love with him there is no question about it and he's in love with her there's no question about it this is the first of i haven't watched that many seasons but this is the first one i've seen where i'm like damn they might actually really be in love do you think he can keep it going do you think the high he question, got from this competition without question, beyond i think okay. he's oh, i think he is a stand up dude I yeah. think he was raised with people who have the emotional maturity of uh, 13-year-olds mm-hmm. who, 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 in an orphanage. 
And I think he is an incredibly strong person who has been waiting for a teacher and she has arrived. And what was great, what she did for him too was asked him. Oh my God, yes. He was like, the, now there's a difference, falling in love, being in love and getting engaged. Which one of these are you ready for? Literally like an elementary school teacher, like bravo, Michelle. That's exactly what we needed to know. Separated out for him and his brain is like, you can be in love with me and I might still love you. Because the thing that I'm thinking too, I'm like, if this is a guy you want to be with, don't go for the guy who's going to get engaged to you just because he's going to get engaged to you. Like people, these couples that get engaged, they don't yeah, but that's get married she... for three, four years anyway. So like, forget the engagement oh. at this point, it's not working for the last eight freaking bachelor bachelorettes or something like that, right. like five or six. So, so it's like, if he just says, I'm, I'm here to be in love and I'm not ready to get engaged. I was going to say, do it, Michelle. Like that's fine. But instead he says he's ready for all three. I thought his answer was perfect because I think he knows that. And I think they, if there, if anything was just, there's no way that sh she's not a, I, I, again, I haven't seen that many of the seasons, but so far she has got the best head. That's why I was so mad mm -hmm. about Matt James season. She is the obvious best. She's the obvious best catch I've ever seen on any of these shows ever so far. Like, yep. she actually seems legitimately smart and cool and confident and real. She was vulnerable. She was kind. The way that she handled some of these idiots, I thought she was so fucking classy. I mean, a classy mm -hmm. person. I also think for someone like Nate... She's really important because he is not a loveless person. He actually grew up in a house that was so loveless that because usually like the one thing I would say about like meeting each other's families, I do find that people that have families that where there were divorce and it's going to change moving forward because the whole paradigm is shifting. But like my parents, for example, my parents are still together. Your parents are still together. So. I mean, even for me, why I, I, I have long-term relationships, because in the paradigm with which I was raised, you don't break up, right? Right, right. When we see a family like Nate, who is, it's not his first stepfather, it's not his second stepfather on the couch with his mom to talk about love, it's his most recent ex-stepfather, it we was a not, third? Wait, it was his I third? I was under the impression it was his second. I was wow. under the impression that that was, maybe it was just the second, maybe it just wasn't his father. But I thought, if I remember, I'll go back and look. I don't want to be wrong about this, but I. Certainly wasn't his father. I believe that it was his second stepfather and now it was second ex-stepfather. If, if Maybe I heard it wrong. I would have to check. Sometimes I, I exaggerate hyperbole, Gemini, storyteller, you know, comedian. But, so I will check. But either way, it wasn't Never let father. the truth and, get in the way of a good story. Thank you. Thank you. And they were already divorced. They, 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 he literally, I do remember him saying they just got divorced. So this yes. is like a horrible vibe. Like, in every <laughs> way. So, so for him, coming from a quote-unquote broken home in this case, I don't think is a bad thing. Like, it seems like Nate's parents are not okay. Right, Nate's right, mom right. and his ex-stepdad are not okay. Like, literally, they could not be more <laughs> low vibration if they tried. So, like, that's not what he thinks love is. He actually knows what love is yeah. not, which is why I actually think when he's feeling love, he's like, wait a second, this is it? Yes, like, they were a great example of what not to do. And he saw that and he took, he took notes. Mm-hmm which is, mm -hmm. it could go either way. Yep. I think he and her are a fantastic match. Also, his Venus is in Leo. So, you know, and we know that her Mars is in Leo. And when you have a Venus-Mars conjunction in synastry, like when someone's Venus is with someone's Mars, there are no two planets other than the sun and the moon that like each other as much as Venus and Mars, right? Venus and Mars and Venus vagina. So the way that right, she right. plays is how he attracts. So even though Joe was a baller, actually the only one with any game was Nate that's mostly the episode we know Brandon goes home Joe goes home Joe goes home Joe goes home sorry 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 that was again what I thought was going to happen that did not happen so I just said I it and it but wasn't even like, true I, but I have notes from their date like it's like the reason he had a shot who was Joe Joe, she was getting off on being that girlfriend. So he, she's like, did you actually ever think you'd be this vulnerable? We know nothing about him. All we faintly heard from the other side of the zip line was, 
And that's why vulnerable is becoming a nothing word. It's like right. saying literally because it's, it, it's it, a new it's, gaslighting. Yeah, it's overused and it's just not true. Like he's just hasn't been vulnerable at all. So yes. don't give him the credit. Well, and she's like, Joe's a thousand piece puzzle and I finally put it together. And it's like, no, you made Joe into an interesting thousand piece puzzle because he played you because he ghosted you that's that's what that's what we do for a period of time he was the crush and he ghosted her which means that she had to justify the crush because there was no one else in her purview yeah being ghosted is so not final and it's and it's rejection and when someone rejects you they just kind of stick in your brain a little bit even if they never would have been the one and if you were together it would have fizzled out but because they made the choice and they took away your agency to make the choice it sticks and you know what's the best thing to freaking do to someone who ghosts you take them to the end of the bachelor and drop them like hotcakes brandon pulling her aside and saying look even if you do the typical thing i'm i'm young when you guys break up call on me i'm good he was to me when he pulled her outside he was basically saying let me be number two you can always call me. I know, which always baffles me when people say that on this show, but I guess they're just so freaking smitten that they're like, I'll take what I can get, which well, in Brandon's case is smart. It's really smart. And they're, they're smitten and the track record. They know that they've only been there for eight weeks. They know that this engagement is hypothetical. They know that there's not really anything on the line. Do you know what I mean? Like that's why at the end- And they know that they're gonna get the clout from being a good person. Right. Right. Then then they get to take that 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 they've they've now displayed that's like it's like peacocking your your ability to commit. You know, like I'm this is how ready I am for love. Then you get cast on paradise or then you somebody goes hey were you that guy from the bachelor i thought you were cute i thought you were at least 34 or you know whatever i thought you were at least 26 and he's like actually i'm 25 so it's pretty close or what 25 i don't remember i I guess i have his what you here i'll tell you what year he was born how old is he i don't do math he he was born in uh 1994 okay so he's not that young 94 okay they were all born in 94 so actually they were all born in 94 they were all born in 94. Jesus. Unless I got it wrong. They're like 26. I think they're all like 26. I think they're though. all 26. But he looks like like 19. Matt. He looks like a young yeah, yeah. 19. He looks like an yeah. underdeveloped 19. Nate looking like a man. Joe looking like a robot. Yeah. Factual, factual. And that, that was the other thing I was going to say about Joe too is like I don't even want to see him on the beach. Like I don't even care. They did a pull away during their dinner date when he was being so vulnerable, which was him basically saying, yeah, I never thought that I would actually ever date a girl. And he is he's doing like if you if you look at his leg, this is everybody where my where my eighth house sleuth at Casey and I here to fucking eighth house sleuth. Aboard. He is rubbing his leg like he has a bug bite under those khakis like it is like he is uncomfortably he he's not present he's nervous as hell to be playing this part he he to, to me we got a case Absolutely. of colton two this is colton two point everyone's saying it's clayton colton no no just because they use doggies and he's a white guy football from the midwest does not mean he's the next colton i actually think clayton is cool i think and i think i think colton and, is cool too but it's yeah. two different two different storylines right right i think joe is colton 2.0 and he's going to i think long term because he did tell us when he was telling michelle that like what his greater why was to me it was like why i went on the bachelorette yeah same as colton you went on the bachelorette because you couldn't avoid the issue anymore but what you're really saying is you want what he was saying was the reason for quote unquote his life purpose but now we also know why he went on the bachelorette was because he feels because he was from a family of people that don't i guess use verbal language almost at all that he as an athlete he said that people at after their athletic careers don't know what to do with themselves and i want to create like a safe space for athletes to have that vulnerable conversation i believe that but i don't think mm-hmm. it's necessarily about what happens if you don't become a sportscaster i think it's what happens after you stop being able to use sports as a way to be number one your whole fucking personality number two hide the world from who you actually are mm. i think long term this is colton 2.0 because i think for the bachelor for the christian people right for the who, Christians, for the Catholics, yeah. for the for the middle of the country who actually makes up Bachelor Nation, who didn't even know what the Confederate ball was when Rachie was at a plantation party. It's like, I think long term, Joe is having a conversation with kids about how to be yourself 
before you break every bone in your body and are literally missing prom because you have Frankenstein bolts in your neck and then you play the next day because that's the only thing that you that you can do I agree I don't think we've seen the last of Joe but it does not seem that he would be on paradise or this is going to be there's yeah there's a different there's a different fork in the road that's going yeah going somewhere else might be going with Colton who knows yeah so when I look at the relationship chart of Michelle and Nate their son their Venus and their asteroid bride okay in the almost exact same place at 2729 Gemini twins, <gasps> they know how to partner together. And asteroid groom is almost exactly trine, meaning in a harmonious relationship in Aquarius to this conjunction. Nice. Not to mention the yeah. moon of the relationship is in Virgo, which means that the sun and the moon of this relationship are both ruled by Mercury she is going to teach him they're going to teach each other the language of love and she's going to share what she knows because her parents do love each other and because she's a good teacher and he's going to share what he knows because he actually is a masculine that is going to I think surprise her at every turn and he's seen things about love that she hasn't seen yes 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 right there are certain things that he actually has has witnessed that he can guard for that maybe yeah. she wouldn't and they're in, in their relationship the mercury and the mars are together at the early degrees of cancer Mer- mars being that that what drives the relationship mercury being how they communicate it actually is learning how to create a home together and learning how to be safe together and then asteroid union also in cancer i mean i think it's extremely romantic i think that i actually think they have a shot oh that's really cute we should get them to listen to this pod. They'll they'll appreciate all of that. I'm tagging your asses. I, I Unless she freaking that. chooses Brandon. I mean, listen, it could Under, still happen. How no, funny would that be? Sir, no, there's absolutely no chance. It's a little one-sided. About, oh my, a little one-sided, Casey. Oh my God, what a what a hilarious, what a kind, kind way for you to say that. That's, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's one-sided. And never in my life, I would masturbate to uh, somebody ghosting me before I masturbated to a food fight in the bedroom. Ever. Well, apparently she would not do the same because Joe's gone. Yeah, but, well, okay. But but what's really going on behind closed doors? They had a real talk and she said, when we get back, we're going to talk about this. I have, my brother's actually really cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right. Well, um, with that being said, I mean, we got one week left. We're going to talk about the finale. It's three hours long. I don't know what the heck is going to happen. They're going to try and throw some craziness at us. We think it's locked up at this point, but I guess they'll do the after the final rose as well. So I guess we'll have two dates engagements after the final i guess that could become three yeah that could be that could be three yeah it'll be after the final rose maybe then at at, what i think is that the after the final rose is actually going to focus more on clayton because he was missing Uh. from the men tell all and i think they're going to use it as a promo for clayton and then she's going to that's where we're going to see them talk and that's going to be like a big intro to him yes but i just think yeah this there was no competition nate's the dude she picked nate nate's the dude you heard it here first. Okay, bye, Trashlings. We love you, Casey. Enjoy holiday. Zoom. Bingo! Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles for the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.